Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I made this podcast to create a space and just a time for us to sit down and chat about the different experiences that we might share as girls. Um, I know that I also have a male audience so I don't want to eliminate that but um, just wanted to connect with others and this is kind of my way that I'm doing it. So today's topic is going to be, well it's titled Running from the Gym but I want to focus on a couple of specific topics within that. So things that I want to cover are, you know, going from lacking motivation to work out to maybe struggling with over-exercising, and then I kind of want to end on, you know, finding that balance in finding what works best for you and that sort of a thing, and that's just truly what I want to promote here. Um, I do want to put out a trigger warning that I will be mentioning a bit of eating disorder talk. Um, I did an episode on this previously about my experience with anorexia, so I just wanted to put it out there that there will be a part, like a segment of this podcast, that I will be mentioning some of that stuff, so if any of that triggers you, please feel free to click off because I don't want to trigger anyone. All right, so before we jump into this, I did just want to do sort of a background of my experiences with working out and kind of how I've gotten to the place where I am now. Um, Obviously, you can tell by the title of this podcast that I am really passionate about running, um, but that's not always been the case. And I'm really excited to finally kind of do an episode where I am kind of showcasing and kind of sharing on how I really did get into running because I have had a few friends of mine, especially runner friends that have said, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's going to be so great to listen to your podcast and get some running tips because I think a lot of people might assume that by the time that this is a podcast purely about running, which I do want to incorporate more and more episodes about my experiences and my passions with running, but I do obviously have other things that I really want to talk about and that I'm passionate about. So yeah, growing up, I was really fortunate to have parents that were able to put me in so many different sorts of sports for me to be able to try and find what I really liked. And so I played everything from like soccer to volleyball, basketball, softball, ballet, tap dance, gymnastics, swim, like I tried everything and it was, I had a lot of fun with soccer. I played soccer for about 10 years. So I think that's kind of where a lot of my passions for running come from. But I also really enjoyed some of these other sports. And I think as a kid, I just really enjoyed being active. In high school, I actually ended up playing volleyball and soccer, and ironically enough, I never really gave the thought to track or running. I did sort of consider track at one point, um, just because I knew of a lot of my volleyball friends that played, or not played, they did track, Um, but then I didn't really get into it, and then as I mentioned before, I've... I moved high schools when I was younger, and so I went to a different high school where I just kind of had a harder time fitting in, so I didn't really end up pursuing any sports there, but... Then I got into a really unhealthy habit of starting to over-exercise, and this happened kind of in conjunction with my anorexia, and this was happening kind of during that moving period, and like I mentioned before, I've done a whole episode about the mentalities of this and kind of the mental struggle, Um, but this was something that was really hard because it did honestly start out as kind of a healthy, I'm just trying to lose a bit of weight, and so I'm going to try and keep a food diet 
dairy and I'm going to try and work out a little bit more. And at that point, I think I was only really relying on my high school volleyball team or soccer team for my workouts. And so it was kind of just like adding a run here or there in addition to those workouts after school. So it really wasn't anything drastic. But honestly, as soon as you get into that numbers game and you just start seeing the weight drop, it's kind of it's a big black hole that it was just super unhealthy to fall into. And then finally, after two years, I was able to recover and I am really proud to say that because I know that that's not an easy thing and anyone that's been through that like gets that. Um, and so once I recovered, it really took me a bit of time before I was able to rediscover my love for sports, but also just running. And I was able to do that in college and I think that I was just surrounded by a really great like support system. I was in a sorority in college and I know that a lot of people kind of bash sororities but I really do genuinely um, love the people that were in my house and I still talk to a lot of them to this day and so I think that that really helped with kind of like my body image issues and just trying not to fall back into those bad habits. And then over the course of kind of the past two years since like September of 2018, I started to get into running a bit more after I graduated from college. And then I moved like three months after graduation to London for a master's program. And I think running really helped me balance out the stresses of the master's program. So I just found myself running a lot and I love London. And so it was kind of like a fun like run for me every weekend that I would do kind of like this long run and I would go and see all the different like sightseeing points and I was I always just loved to like continually be a tourist in the city that I was living in um, and so it was a really fun thing for me and I think that London really helped me find that passion. I started kind of doing longer distance runs and then I ended up doing my first half marathon race last November in 2019 and actually got so much of a faster time than I had previously thought I was going to get and I learned that I really love running in like kind of like a race um, atmosphere and I loved being like among people and you know if you've like raced before and you kind of like get into that group um, where you guys are all running at the same pace and you kind of just start to make friends. I don't know if people make friends but um, I actually did end up making a friend during my marathon but I'll get to that but I think I just really like the atmosphere of being among other runners and it really helped motivate me which was really interesting because before that I actually hated running with people. I like even my dad and I love my dad and he's a big part of why I really like to run and I just didn't like whenever I was running with someone and they'd run a little bit faster than me and it really made me feel like why well, I want to run faster than you and then it just totally threw me off my pace and so yeah the half marathon was like kind of where I really started to get into longer distance running and then after that weekend I just found myself running half marathons like for the next couple of weekends after that just because I really enjoyed that longer distance type of running and then like one random weekend after I hit 13.1, I just kind of felt like, well, I kind of still feel like I have energy. So I'm just going to try and see how much longer I can go for. And I ended up going for four more miles. And that's when I was just like, okay, hold on. 
this is kind of crazy and totally new territory for me. And so I actually ended up um, going online to kind of do some more research. And I had some friends that had kind of like suggested and like pushed me, you know, why don't you go for a marathon? And like it, and my boss was actually a big part of the reason why I did a marathon last month and kind of started doing that marathon training because I think she was just so inspiring to me in the sense that she could work a full-time job in the senior position that she had. She had two kids and a family and a husband at home that she took care of. And she just also like conveniently had run four marathons before. So she was really that true definition of like, if I can do it, you can do it. And I think the biggest learning point that I got from her is that it is a total mental game and it's you just mentally fighting with yourself, telling yourself that you can't do it and that you can't run X amount more miles when actually like your body is physically capable of so much more than you actually know. And yeah, that's kind of what led me to running my marathon and completing my very first marathon last month. And that was kind of the premise of why I wanted to start the podcast, just because I wanted to share a lot about those experiences and passions for running. And so it was just really great to finally like actually share on how I've gotten to where I am today. And now I want to get into those different topics. So going from struggling to find motivation to work out and then kind of experiencing the opposite of over exercising. So I know it can be different for all of us, but I feel like we can all collectively say that like those Instagram models um, just totally kill your self-confidence and then your motivation to work out. Like sometimes people talk about how like, oh, it makes me want to like go on like all these runs and drink so much water. But I'm just like, I look at it and I'm like, wow, I run like five or six days a week and I still don't look like that. All right. (laughs) But it was issues like these, and I think that it's genuinely still an issue to this day, that really pushed me to the edge, especially during my eating disorder. Like, I mentioned that I had, like, a food diary, and then I just started working out more, but it got to a point where I was, like, forcing myself to run on the treadmill, like, multiple times a day, and, like... I wasn't motivated at all. I didn't want to do it, but there was a part of me. It felt like there was like a little angel and a little devil like sitting on my shoulders. And for that duration of my eating disorder, it just felt like I was listening to that little devil more. And it was just like, run, run, run. Like you haven't run enough, but it's like, it's just not worth it in the end. And I mentioned in my previous episode around my eating disorder about how overexercising can lead to really bad health problems and things like having a low blood pressure, low heartbeat per minute and losing your period for two years, anemia, having dizzy spells. It's just not worth it in the end. And even if you do like do some fast track weight loss diet or something and you end up losing the weight, it's probably because you cut out way too many foods that you actually need for your body. And while you might get to that quote unquote goal weight for whenever you want to be at that goal weight, it's not sustainable. It's not going to last. And if anything, you're just going to end up gaining all of that weight back. And so now kind of getting into the final element of the episode of just how you can find that balance, I think first and foremost, it's really important that you find something that will work for you and something that's sustainable, both diet and exercise wise. Um, Someone that I really love, she's on Instagram and YouTube. Her name is Sarah's Day. Um, I don't think that's her real name, but that's just her username. And she, I've been following her for years and she is the perfect example of 
how important it is to listen to your body and on some days you just might feel really really tired and you might be really sore and on those days you need to listen to your body and say okay maybe today's not going to be another leg day or another whatever day um, and maybe I need to listen to my body and truly rest. I think it's also important to make sure that you find a workout that you're actually going to enjoy. So like I mentioned before, when I was going through my eating disorder, I didn't have a very healthy relationship with exercising and I was over-exercising. And so that really produced a strain on my relationship with exercise. And so I did just kind of take a break from running for a while because it was sort of triggering for me. But it's taken me a while to kind of get back into the passion for it and like having a love for it. Um, and kind of during that period that I was taking a break from running, I discovered like hit workouts through like people like Kayla Cinez and like I mentioned Sarah's day she actually has a really great workout program that I did during quarantine um but yeah I think it's just finding something where you're going to be able to move your body and really enjoy it and like that endorphin high is like the best part of working out so I think it's just really important to find something that you'll enjoy doing and looking forward to each day and lastly, I think it's really important to kind of do mental check-ins with yourself on a regular basis and ask yourself why you're working out and just make sure that whatever goals you have are healthy and attainable and just making sure that you're actually, like I said, enjoying those workouts and just continuing to create goals to become stronger and healthier. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed it. And if you connected with it in some way or have any questions or comments, I would love to hear it. Um, I've got my personal Instagram and Twitter is at Liz Newcomer. And then I've created an Instagram for the podcast as well. So that's going to be at Resiliency and Running. And I would love for you to follow the podcast if you're on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts and or whatever listening platform that you use and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye!